I believe everyone has a story to share. I'm on a journey to discover the magic inside each person's story. Each week, I will introduce you to guests where I will dig deep and uncover the beautiful miracles from life and experiences to inspire and encourage you to live life to the fullest. My goal is to give each guest a platform to share their lives with the world in hopes that someone will be inspired to take action and live life with passion and purpose. Welcome to the Uncover Your Magic podcast with me, Ashley Goner. Are you ready? Here we go. Welcome back to Uncover Your Magic. My next guest, Michelle Soro, is so special to me. There is something so amazing about Michelle. Michelle is on a mission to serve. She is a true example of a person who lives life with purpose, meaning, and drive. She is a sought-after coach who, in her deepest part of her soul, wants everyone to succeed. She is an angel on this earth and I believe is doing what she was meant to do. She shows up with this wisdom that exudes so naturally and with such ease and grace. I could go on and on about her. I am so excited to share this talk with you and share her with you for those who don't know her. She has made a profound impact on my life. In fact, the entire reason I have this podcast is because of Michelle's podcast, Accelerators Course. Let me give you a little background on Michelle and then we will get started. Michelle Soro is a live media strategist on a wholehearted mission to inspire millions to be seen and heard. She helps experts and entrepreneurs start and scale a high-integrity impact online. Michelle is the host of the Fire and Soul podcast, Top 10 in Self-Development. Her guests have included global game changers such as Jack Canfield, Panache Desai, Dave Asprey, Daniel Laporte, Allison Armstrong, Jarek Robbins, Joseph McClendon III, and many, many more. Michelle is the founder and CEO of the Live Video Academy and retail host. She has sold over $220 million of products on live TV and has hosted the deal drop on the Emmy-winning entertainment news show Extra since 2017. Michelle's a published author on the topic of gratitude and has meditated with the Dalai Lama and literally has walked on fire. <laughs> Welcome, Michelle. Thank you for this amazing experience of this podcast and that I'm here and that you are actually sitting in front of me right now and are, we're right back to where I used to listen to you and now I get to do this with you. This is so full circle. I love it. There's so many synchrodestined moments in our journey of coming together and being here in this moment. It's an honor to be on your show. Congratulations on your new podcast. I'm very proud of you. Thank you. It's almost funny to even say I'm having a show when you asked that and you said you'd be on my show, right? <laughs> but I, you know, I kind of want, I want my, of course, my listeners to hear your amazing, the background of your life and your story. But the interesting thing where I found magic with Michelle was when I was listening to Fire and Soul podcast, her amazing self-development podcast, which I binged every single one. But I listened to it and I heard her talking about a date with destiny and this Marcus Rossi that I remember watching and I remember it was all, we were there together. So I connected with her. She sent me these voice messages of all these synchrodestinies. There's no coincidences. 
I joined her podcast accelerator course and now her momentum mastermind. She's like Michelle's in my life. And I look up to her as a mentor and a, she's a guiding light. But Michelle, would you like to like tell everybody kind of how you got to this amazing moment that you're living right now? Sure. Wow. I remember that date with Destiny and anyone who listens to my podcast like you have. And thank you, by the way, for listening. I've spoken about Date with Destiny, you know, virtually every single conversation because my first one was in December of 2017. And for those who aren't aware, Tony Robbins, who is one of my mentors, he leads this. It's about a six-day seminar. He does it once a year in the States. And ever since I saw the documentary on Netflix called I'm Not Your Guru, which is Tony Robbins inside that event, I really wanted to attend. I put it at the top of my bucket list. And so just real quickly, going to that first date with destiny, that's where I woke up. And that's where I would say, in your words, I uncovered my magic, but I didn't know that it was there. I thought that I was on a path and a trajectory to be a full-time, maybe one day Emmy award-winning entertainment TV host. That's all I wanted. And it was my single focus going into that event. And by day four, I dropped to my knees because I realized that was an old dream. It was a little girl's dream. And it had nothing to do with the impact that my soul knew once I woke up to that, that I was here to make now as a grown woman. And it scared me. I had imposter syndrome. I had all the fears, the doubts, the worries, the insecurities, the vulnerabilities like we all have when we're, you know, considering being brave and rising up and stepping into that magic. So I didn't know where to start. I just knew that I had to do something to touch lives and to inspire, you know, souls. And so my first step was to start a podcast. And then the next thing that happened shortly after were monetized masterminds. And then it's just turned into a full scale training and coaching business all online. And so the podcast has drawn people like you to it. And it's opened up doors to some of the people that you mentioned and other beautiful souls. And it's been a game changer. And then that is why, as I looked back, you know, and I connected the dots of the almost two years that I've been running the podcast. And I thought, you know, this podcast, this little podcast that could, has just continued to grow organically. And I've never spent a dollar, you know, advertising it or marketing it. And as I looked back last year, at the end of the year, I was like, wow, this podcast has changed my life. It's opened up new opportunities and for collaborations and friendships and mentorships and all these beautiful things. And I just thought, I need to help more people in the world have this experience. So I called my podcast producer, now your podcast producer, Miss Ginny of Ginny Media. And I said, Ginny, what do you think if we tried to put together some sort of a program where we could actually produce podcasts for anyone who wanted to get their own show and their own message out into the world? She's like, let's do it. We don't know how to do it yet again, but we just decided we were going to go for it. And so that was our very first inaugural course that you took. And we were able to launch 33 podcasts out into the world in the very same day. And that was actually just a few weeks ago, which is kind of remarkable. So now to be full circle on your show is a really special moment. So I feel honored and humbled to be in this position, yet it also feels really right and in alignment with what I know I'm supposed to be doing, which is here in this moment with you. When you say when you're at that date with destiny and you just had this day four, you got down on your knees and it was like this aha moment. What was your like, did you have limiting beliefs that kept you from seeing that true Michelle? Totally. It's such a great question, Ashley. So I can't really explain it because it's so, you know, intense to be there and to be in a six day seminar where it's very carefully crafted the curriculum, right? You're just unfolding and unfolding and uncovering every single day, getting closer to a soul that's unharmed, that's pristine, that's beautiful, that's infinite, 
in its, you know, nature for inevitable success and fulfillment. But yet over the years, and at that point, it was four and a half decades for me, you know, you just stack the limiting beliefs and the stories and the excuses and the stuff that holds us back and helps us play small. But mine was a little bit different because I had been hosting, you know, television for about seven years at that point, but always in the TV retail space, like you mentioned at the top, when you were talking about my background in the bio. And so I wanted to transform that into do real entertainment TV hosting. So what happened for me is we were, and you know the curriculum, but again, unless you're there, it's kind of hard to explain, but there's curriculum around where you're uncovering your towards values and your away values. And it was the away values of what are you trying to avoid, right? What causes you so much pain that now you can know that if you set up the right rules in the right order, the right strategies and the right perspective, right meaning in alignment, right? For peace and grace, then maybe you wouldn't experience that. And so what I experienced is that I was always looking for significance, which was the five-year-old little girl dream of if I get on TV, then I'll matter, then I'm worthy, then I'm enough. And so that blew me away. And actually even thinking about it now still chokes me up a little bit because I remember that was such a massive blind spot. I had always been driven by what others thought most of us are if we're really real, right? That's the biggest blind spot in general that holds us back from doing anything brave. But mine was deeper. It was like, not only was I obsessed about what others thought, but I wanted massive significance. And I had this entitlement, this righteousness around it that was so unfounded. It was so unwarranted and it was unconscious to me. And so when I woke up to that and it was so crystal clear, I literally dropped to my knees and I started sobbing because I was so aware that that is not the way that I was ever going to get the love and the connection that I was truly longing for in life. I had always gone from, look at me, look how fabulous I am. Look at me, I'm on TV or look at me, I'm, you know, I'm this and I'm that. And it was just this crazy opening of, no, that's a five-year-old little girl dream and you're not there anymore. You are a beautiful, wise, you know, woman that's conscious and you're here for so much more. And so that's the interesting thing is that now I've got the podcast and I have touched and impacted thousands of lives and I've run these amazing programs that are, large scale and, you know, and I've been able to impact directly with measured results, but it's not a significance thing. It's a full on contribution thing. And that's what it comes through as, Michelle. Yes. So thank you. But that's like a full circle, like, whoa, that's a full on like 180. And it showed up in the most beautiful way. Everything I was trying to experience and feel in life, I thought if I did it through TV, I would get it. And once I completely let all that go and went for just being of service, then I got everything I ever longed for from the time that I was five-year-old and didn't know that you could get access to that if you just followed your heart. Right. And you know, this podcast, what am I in my fifth episode or, you know, month two? And as in a podcast, you're really serving, you know, and serving and learning and meeting all these people. But really the magic that I've I didn't even know what to expect when Ginny and you were so excited for the day before they were going out. I go, okay, well, they're excited, but I didn't know that what the, that excitement was. And that next day and listening to what people said and their, all their takeaways were mind blowing. Like from my story, you know, it's just, and then, you know, this is what I'm going to do. Like, this is what gives me, fills me with joy. It's great. It's badass. It's bold. And that's the kind of life I want to live. And that's what I want to help to cultivate in millions of people around the world. And I know what call you're talking about. It was our closing celebration call. It was the day after everybody launched. And we had a very, very real, raw and revealing conversation with all you graduates. 
And it was like, we asked a couple simple questions. We know, what did you learn about yourself? What did you not know about yourself, you know, just six, seven weeks ago that you now know about yourself? And how will you apply this going forward? And people were crying and sharing and it was intense. And by the way, we did a whole mashup. So we have all of you sharing that oh. did share publicly. And that's going out on my podcast actually next week. I don't know when this is going to come out, but that will come out on May 18th of 2020. And we're excited about that because that's a very candid inside look of it's so much deeper, just like you said. It's so much deeper than people could possibly fathom about what it takes to launch a podcast and all the things that you overcome and the obstacles that you overcome. And mostly it's limiting beliefs. How was your experience? I mean, what was it for you? The technical part. Yeah. (laughs) I wasn't able to do it. And the way Ginny, her talk about ease and grace, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I couldn't have done it. I would have given up. She was so, so great. She's so patient. She's, she is so an patient. Angel. Yes. She's an angel. Yes. I so agree. This is what another thing I wanted to ask you, because I know going back for the two years you've had your podcast, you changed the name a couple of times and I still see that a little limiting belief or is it just growing? Is it where you are questioning yourself? This isn't what it's like, or am I? Ah, got it. Okay. So I would say this, it's not a limiting belief at all, but I, I can appreciate that perspective. What happened is, is when I came out of Date with Destiny and I was aware of that blind spot that I mentioned, and I knew that the blind spot that got me and was getting so many people that I know, and if we're really honest, probably most of us on the planet, and it's that need for significance, which is a real need. Tony Robbins talks about the six human needs all the time. The problem is, is that most of us put that need at the top when if we just were to reverse, you know, order that and we put that at the bottom and put love and connection and contribution and growth, some of the other needs that we also have at the top, you still get the significance, but not in the way you were trying to get it in the past. So because significance was so real, I thought, I know what I'm going to name the podcast, The Significant Shift. Well, as I came out of Date with Destiny and I started, you know, declaring that to the world, in other words, my friends and a few people in text messages or whatever, like, because remember it was December of 2017. So it was the holidays and I was having conversations at dinner parties and holiday parties. I was like, and it's going to be called a significant shift. And everybody gave me that blank look because they hadn't been to a Tony Robbins date with desk. And they're like, what does that mean? And so I quickly realized after about six weeks of sharing my exciting news and my podcast title, that name is too vague. So then I was like, okay, well, what is significance? That's the blind spot. And I was like, I know what I'll call it, the Blind Spot Breakthrough. And I loved that name. And so I recorded a couple of interviews with it called the Blind Spot Breakthrough. But as I was having conversations with like Hollywood's biggest makeup artists and some really dear friends of mine that are powerhouses in the world of business, like in health and wellness, et cetera, they were not being super honest. They were not being nearly as real with me when I was recording them and a mic was you know, in front of them as just our regular conversations. And so we were not revealing the blind spot. We were certainly not breaking through the blind spot. And I realized that's too much pressure. A, it was not going to be the payoff that I had promised my listeners to have it be named the blind spot breakthrough. Well, we're not breaking through because they're not revealing and disclosing the honest blind spot that used to hold them back or still holds them back. And I wanted the conversation to be so raw and so honest, which is what my podcast really is. And you know that. Then I was like, okay, that's not going to work. So before I release those recordings... Because I respected them. It's like, I can't make them be that honest. Then I was like, okay, well, what is this really about? It's all around mindset. Well, if I call it the mindset mashup, then it's me and other people's mindsets. And we're just kind of talking about how we keep our mindsets, you know, optimized. So it was the mindset mashup for a full year. Then I was good. 
But what happened, Ashley, and I talk about this in all my programs, action breeds clarity. And so the more action that you take, the more aware you become of what you really want to be doing, what really lights you up, the direction that you actually think you should be focusing on, because it's where you naturally go. And so as I realize when you're into having the mindset mashup out officially, I talk about taking inspired action, nothing manufactured, no hustle, no grind, always PCs and grace. And I talk about an awakened soul, which is what I'm all about, waking up to more. And I was like, fire and soul, Hmm. inspired action from an awakened soul. So I called Ginny, my producer, and I was like, Ginny, is it crazy that I'm going to like rename the podcast? And she's like, no. So it wasn't limiting beliefs. It was, I'm getting more aligned and aligned and aligned with what's truly on my heart. Does that make sense? Totally. Because I think about that and, you know, even understanding, because in the podcast class, you have to name it right away almost. And you're like, what am I going to name it? You know, so even coming up with a name first and then seeing what all unfolds is kind of, I can see why you would change it. You know, so I was just interesting if it, you know, just because I can, I know you, cause you're, you like things, you know, you're you used to be a perfectionist, right? Yes. Recovering <laughs> perfectionist. And now I'm very happy as you well know, we're putting you out are. like B, B minus level work. It ain't perfect because nobody wants perfection these days. They just want it and real. And that's what I love. And so let's go to your live Facebook group. Okay. Um, I, I joined it and Woo-hoo. I did it for seven days. The first thing I said, I'm just going to do this. I'm going to go all in with Michelle. And then I would do it a few times. This, I'm not a, obviously a, the winner, <laughs> but that's a fun one to watch. And I get your drive for that and the importance, especially now. And so that's one of the things that I think is amazing that you do. And then the Momentum Mastermind that I joined last night for the first time. And I can't get enough of you. Can you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm very honored by that. The Facebook Live Challenge group came out of a challenge that my dear friend and one of my business mentors, her name is Nicole Sylvester. She's a spiritual success coach, also a Tony Robbins girl, and deeply, deeply into like the Abraham Hicks and Byron Katie and all the stuff that you and I love. And so we had seen each other at a soul cycle class, which is like a spinning class here in Santa Monica, which is where I live. And I remember being very, very, very annoyed and highly judgmental of her daily Facebook Live. This was over two years ago now. And I remember thinking who does she think she is? Does she think she's got her own little TV show? Like, you got to be kidding me. And so I literally unfollowed her. Well, when I saw her at Soul Cycle class, I was like, oh my God, does she know that I unfollowed her? Like, I was so embarrassed. And I was like, shoot. And then just because I'm me, I had to come clean. So we were walking to our cars, all sweaty after class. And I was like, hey, Nicole, because I liked her personally, but I did not like the Facebook lives. It was too much for me. It was like, I was so judgmental, very critical. So we were walking to our cars and I was like, you know, blah, 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 a little chit chat. And it's like, I got to come clean. I'm like, I unfollowed you on Facebook. I'm like, I couldn't handle all the Facebook lives. I was so triggered. And she said to me, huh, well, if it triggers you so much, then why don't you try it? And I was like, oh, I knew she was right. And I was so mad. And I was like, please don't challenge me. Please don't challenge me. And she did. She's like, I want you to do 30 Facebook lives. And then you tell me at the end, whether or not you're still judging me for doing it. Well, by the end of my 30 days, I was hooked and it was awful in the beginning, but I realized that was the ultimate lifting of the veil. That was the ultimate busting out of the comfort zone. It takes unbelievable courage to go live in front of your friends and family on social media um, when especially you've been in TV or even if not, if you've been hiding behind perfect filters and curated content, you know, and perfectly produced this and that, which most of us can relate to, right? And so there it was. And that, by the way, spawned my first six figures in building my business online because all I had to do was come on with live video. And then one year later, as a one-year anniversary, an homage to Nicole Sylvester, 
I started the Facebook Live Challenge group, which is just a little over a year old now. And that's the group that you're in. There's now like almost 4,000 people I know. doing live videos every day from all around the world. It's so cool. So cool. When I joined, it was, I don't even know, it was way before the podcast class, but it, there was under a thousand. That's what I mean. Like that's how fast. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, you know, through COVID-19 times, which we're still in the middle of, I watched the group grow by over a thousand people in less than three weeks time. Oh my and I was like, wow, this is such a sign of what's happening and how important live video is and how people are pivoting to learning live video and getting comfortable on live video and increasing their confidence on live video. And so, yeah, so that is an amazing program or a free group, by the way. And then Momentum is my mastermind. I mean, I've been running Mastermind since 2003 when I wanted to publish my first book, but I didn't know you could monetize it. I had no idea there was such a thing. Actually, another person at SoulCycle who's a multiple seven-figure earner, a year coach and trainer. Chris Harder has an amazing podcast. And we were getting a quick coffee, him and his wife and me. There's three of us after SoulCycle one day. And I told him what I was doing and how I was doing this and doing that. And he was like, great, so who's leading all that? I was like, me. And he's like, but who does the research and who puts it all together and who structures it? And I was like, me. And he's like, okay, so, and where are you doing it? I'm like, Zoom. And he's like, and who's organizing? I'm like, me. And he's like, you're monetizing that, right? And I was like, oh, is there such a thing? I mean, I had no idea. This is another thing that Tony Robbins talks about. Proximity is power, totally. right? I would have never known if I weren't in the Soul Cycle class, went to coffee with them, had 10 minutes of chatting, and I wouldn't even have known about a podcast producer. By the way, you probably wouldn't have this podcast now if it weren't for Chris Harder. Huh. Because in that same coffee, he knew I was starting my podcast, and he said... So who's going to produce it for you? Now, I'd been in TV for nine years. I never knew there was such a thing as a podcast producer. I knew about television and film producers. And I was like, what? And he was like, yeah. He was like, you know, 80% of people give up after three episodes if they try to do it themselves. Oh, I believe it. (laughs) Right? And so anyway, I have Chris Harder to thank. You know what? You're actually reminding me. I need to have him on my show and just like come back full circle and thank him for everything. Oh, isn't that just those secret, you know, all those things that come into your life. And that lead to you, but they're like, God saying, here you go. Here you go. Are you listening? Keep going. But that's it, Ashley. And so the title of your podcast is one of my favorite titles out of the 33 that were launched, Uncovering Your Magic, right? I wouldn't say the emphasis is magic. It's your magic because we all have it within us and we're getting those nudges. We're getting those synchrodestined moments every single day. But so many of us are distracted or we're so focused on what we think we want, right? Like when I went into Date with Destiny and it was like, Tony Robbins, just help me become a full-time host on Extra. That's all I want. So if I would have stayed there and had my focus be so myopic that I was unwilling to see and feel all the clues and all the messages coming, I would have never uncovered my magic. So that's it. If there's anything to take away from this conversation, as short as it's been so far, it's You're given the clues and the nudges and the calls every day. I call them the whispers, the nudges, whatever you want to call it. And it's just up to us to listen. And it doesn't come with a big banging, thunderous message. It's usually a still, small, quiet little voice. It's like, huh, what else could that mean, right? So that's, I think, what Uncovering Your Magic is all about, is being brave enough to follow that nudge. Totally. You know, I have my two little girls that I'm... 11 and 14. And I met your sister last night on the momentum. Mm. Beautiful like you. Mm. And I've seen your mom, all the Facebook posts that you put, that you just bought her a bike for mother's day. Beautiful. I mean, she looks like she's your sister. 
But, you know, I had Presley at 40 and your mom, I think, you know, she must have had you in her 20s, right? She was 23. Yeah. But this whole point of me bringing this up is she has led this, like put this foundation in you of this, I mean, all these amazing teachers, the Wayne Dyers, Abraham Hicks, all the, you know, what, tell me about how she raised you that way. Cause I am trying to raise my girls that way. And I see the beauty and showing them to pull the blinders off every day and like, look at the magic, you know, as a 11 and a 14 year old. But is that how your mom did? You know what? Thank you for acknowledging her. She is damn amazing and she's quite magical herself. My mom and I are very close. We always have been, but I think we're closer now than we've ever been because it's just so clean between us. My mom found personal development, self-development in her mid-20s and she started delving into more sort of spiritual growth and she found Wayne Dyer and Tony Robbins way back then. So I was just really, really young, but we started really getting into it as a family. I remember like it basically like at the ages that your daughters are now. And so we were going to John Gray, Dr. John Gray, you know, she was driving us to Los Angeles. We live in the central coast, which is like a three and a half hour drive by car north of Los Angeles. But she would drive us down to LA just to attend a full day seminar with John Gray. She'd go to a cafe while my sister and I were at these seminars. So that's how much she decided that was going to be pivotal for us. So when I look back onto all the motivational tapes and the self-development tapes and this and the personal development like Tony Robbins and my personal favorite was Michael Wicked. I don't even know if he's around anymore or Terry Cole Whitaker. These are names that you might not even recognize. Wayne Dyer. This is long before Oprah was on the scene, right? right? This is what we were raised on. And since it was so empowering, so motivating, so captivating, and it just resonated with truth, we were like, mom, put that cassette in. Mom, put that one in, you know, when we were doing a little road trip to run errands or whatever. And so I would say that I don't have children. I couldn't have children. That was taken away from me very, very young, just with some health complications. But if I had to raise children in any time, the 70s, the 80s, the 2020s and up, I would say, do yourself a service and get them into the rooms of personal development and self-development as quickly as possible. Something where it's non-religious, right? It's all inclusive and they honor the major religions of the world. So everyone is accepted and you're just asked to dig deep and to really uncover your magic. And even when you're 12, 11, 13 years old, where those are such critical times for a young adult, you know, you're around other children that are thinking with optimism and positivity and a lack of cynicism and it's inclusive and it's uh, fairly unstoppable. And so I would think that's the biggest, biggest gift that she gave us was introducing us to self-development at a very, very young age. Yeah, I just, that is so important to me. And when I hear that, all those little things about your mom, I just, it makes me think, oh, I just want, I have to, like, it just puts this fire in me to do even more, you know? She was signed up for the Global Youth Leadership in July here in San Diego, but for Tony Robbins and got canceled, but she got in. So we'll do it again next year, but I just can't wait to get them immersed in all that. You know, Mm -hmm. it's just so important to me. I really, I believe in all that you said. See, that's a way for you to help them uncover their magic. 
Right. Right. It's so funny. You know, I would imagine that as a parent, I have so many close girlfriends that are parents, whether they're young kids or grown kids, and there's only so much you can do, right? You can lead by example. They'll never do what you say, but they'll always do what you do. And so if you are going into the rooms and reading the books and attending the events and listening to the podcast or creating podcasts where you're trying to lift the vibration of the world and really unite humanity in a time when we need it now more than ever, they will see that. Right. And then, you know, I just think it's pretty, I don't know, it's fairly inevitable that they will follow in that same path, but it's their own path, right? And that's the beautiful thing about self-development is that you're not being taught this is the one way. What's your way, you know? And it's, it's, that's why it's so empowering. Totally. And I see the little drops of wisdom that I've, in, where they come up and they say it to me or they catch me doing something. And it's just so cute to watch us all kind of be on a team together, yeah. being our little cheerleaders. Mom, you said that? You don't say that. <laughs> so fun. It's so been cute. so fun. But I wanted to ask you, I know you have your sweet little Samson, your dog and your kitties that you love so much. And you go outside and walk and you take them out on a few walks, right? Especially now. What do you think of? What goes through your mind? Do you think of what am I going to do tonight? Where does your mind go? Do you when try I'm to out with him? something? Hmm? I'm out with him? Yes, when you're on walks with Samson. That's like one of my favorite questions I've ever been asked. I'll tell you the honest truth. I tend to not bring my phone. I'd say a good 60% of the time. 40% is probably when you see me out walking with him. And I'm just completely connected with him. That's it. I'm usually in awe of the beauty of where I live. I live in Santa Monica and it's just paradise to me. It's never lost on me that I get to live here. And I live in my dream neighborhood, but I just stay super connected with him. So he and I are just always looking at each other. We're like so connected and I don't make the walk be about me. It's only about him, right? I get the exercise, but if he needs to stop a million times, he stops a million times. I just want him to enjoy his little life and not be on my agenda. So yeah, and I think he feels it and he knows it. And, and I just respect him so much. And I don't want to miss a moment with him. He's an amazing pup. I got really, really, really fortunate and deeply blessed by him. And everyone that meets him says it. And I know probably everyone feels that way about their dogs. But this dog, he's a true angel in my life. And he's shown me a lot about how to love selflessly. And when you are walking out there, do you, do you have that? You know, there's dog, we have dogs. So I have this connection. Like we just know each other. Mm-hmm. Don't you feel that with him? Yeah, that little dog. Oh my goodness. He's actually just like seven feet away from me right now, Uh taking a little nap. You know, yeah, I feel like he knows me and I try really hard to know him, not to project onto him, like to really see him, to really hear him. We communicate. It's, and it's easy. He's the easiest pup on the planet. But I think it's because from the time he was just so, so little, he chose me. I, when I went to adopt the dog that I had thought I was adopting, that dog scampered away and wanted nothing to do with me. Then there was this cute little three pound little lump of, you know, puppiness that just kind of like could barely walk and waddled up and just laid in my lap and started looking up at me and then kissed my, my chin and, We have that on video. I have that first moment on video and he chose me. So yeah, it's, it's a beautiful thing. I, I feel like, yeah, we know each other really well. You know how we were talking last night on momentum on the mastermind of their three goals. Yes. We have that we we're going to write up tomorrow and how you say, I will have da, 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 da. That's so powerful. And I've been thinking of mine today when you teach that and you put that power in those words that you write and then you act as if, yeah, right? 
So would you give me an example of like, what's your one, the most important goal that you want to achieve in the next 90 days? Okay. I'll be really number one. Yeah. The number one goal is, okay, well, if I'm honest, it's that I want to get 50 paid people in the podcast accelerator by May 27th, 2020. I'm just so business focused right now, but I also simultaneously, there's three things. I can't give you just one. I'm going all three. I know them. I've also put on 10 solid pounds and not just since COVID-19. I was already creeping up there. It's basically this past year. I don't know what happened. And I wasn't going to Soul Cycle five days a week like I always did. And I eat like a little linebacker, my friend. <laughs> um, and I always have, but I've always been able to maintain a certain size within like a five pound range because I've always exercised with high cardio workouts five, six days a week. Well, about a year ago, I just basically stopped doing that for the first time in all my life. I've loved exercising. I still love exercising. I just got busy. That's my excuse. And I also love my sleep. So I'd rather sleep than get up that extra two hours earlier to get the soul cycle or the yoga, whatever. So I have to lose 10 pounds and I will lose 10 pounds and be at my goal weight by my birthday, which is June 13, 2020. And then the third goal, which is equally important is I really would love to be in a beautiful, purposeful partnership with my ideal man. And the only way that you can get into that kind of a relationship is if you actually date. And so I was on the phone like a few weeks ago, maybe like six, seven weeks ago, right when COVID started and it hit the US and they were like, you know, Michelle, you might want to get on some dating apps because you clearly can't be out. You're not being social. You're not meeting people at Tony Robbins events or whatever. So maybe you should go on some apps. And I'll tell you, I'm kind of excited about, I'm kind of excited about someone. So yes, I want to also just allow for more space in my schedule so that I can actually meet. So my intention for the next 90 days, and you're also in momentum is, and these are our top three outcomes over the next 90 days, is that I will actually meet up with someone, which shows that I'm beginning to date. I can't know for sure if I'm going to be in love by the end of 90 days. It would be awesome. <laughs> but the way that you get to that is by actually going on dates. So that is what I've committed to. So remember the story that we had in common about the Hallmark card where I had got that soulmate card for Richard and then he gave it to me on our first date? Yes. Thing. And yeah. you had done that for yourself, congratulated yourself for the extra thing. So you need to go to Hallmark and go buy a card and look at it every morning when you're having your coffee. Yes. So I've done that. So that's the other thing too, is that, you know, cause at Date With Destiny, you do that on relationship day, you write yourself a letter either from your beloved or to your beloved. And I received that letter six months later, I was single. You know, I've done those things. I've written myself cards and, you know, and hand stamped them and sent them to myself in the mail. I'll tell you what I'm doing now. I'm completely letting go of any idea of what I think he needs to look like, be like, sound like, where he should live. I'm just so wide open because I'm letting the universe take care of all the details. I'm just following the nudges. And the nudges is like, get on some dating apps, don't say you're not into it. And the only way you're going to meet anyone is like at a, you know, seminar for personal development. Cause how's that been working out for you? I've met a few and they've burned fast, right? It was like those fast burns, which I think you've also witnessed. Definitely. If you listen to my podcast and I am interested in a slow twin flame burn, you know, something that feels really right and really aligned. And I don't know where he is, what he does. And I just know he's on his way. Do you do stuff? Like, are there rituals in your morning? Like, what do you do in the morning to wake up to first start your day to like create that in your life? 
So what I do is, and it's this pretty strong practice. I did it this morning. I do it every single morning is I have a deep gratitude practice. So I don't just think the things that I'm grateful for. I'll actually put a hand on my heart and I'll really feel what I'm grateful for. So if I say, oh, I'm so grateful, you know, it's another beautiful day. And so there's sunny Southern California, I can speak. I'll then really feel that like, <laughs> Yeah, you live exactly where you want to live. Your mom's nearby. You're five blocks from the ocean. You can smell the salty air. Ah, oh, there's just something about this laid back lifestyle. Yes, you're so blessed. You know what I mean? So I'll take it all the way to really allowing myself to just be flooded with that gratitude for all the things that I think of. And that sets a tone for peace and ease and grace and, um, and a lot of joy, a lot of unbridled joy and gratitude for my day. And that's pretty much my morning routine. Nice. Well, Michelle, it has been such a pleasure beyond my wildest dreams. Can I sit here and look at you and have this time together? I know you're busy and to even put me on your schedule and to see your name on my list is magic, (laughs) pure magic. I am so glad that you asked. I was honored that you asked. I just honestly feel so excited for you and excited that you followed those nudges as well and that you uncovered your own magic and you still continue to and it'll morph and, you know, and open up to even more expansion, right? And for me to come full circle with you on your show, knowing that you're, you even have your own show from listening to my mind is something that I can't put into words at the gratitude that I feel. So thank you very much for having me on. Oh, beyond happy. Do you want to give where we can find you this, all your little, so just your website? Yes, that's the best way to find me. So you can reach me at michelle-sorrow.com and I'm sure you'll add it in your show resources. But yeah, there's a dash in there. So yeah, and I'm happy to serve anyone. You come by the Facebook Live Challenge Group, do it for free. Say on social, list to the podcast. Um, all of it's so good. Thank you, Ashley, for having me on. I really appreciate it. Oh, thank you so much, <laughs> Michelle. Yay. Have a wonderful rest of your day. You too, love. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Uncover Your Magic podcast today. If you are inspired by what you heard today, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, please subscribe, rate, and review this show on your favorite podcast player. If you would like to connect with me with any questions, comments, or feedback, please contact me at the Uncover Your Magic website. Thank you so much for listening and don't forget, always look for the magic.